Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I am Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave hero this evening is Richard Martin. Hello. Uh, Richard, you're not normally on this podcast. No, I'm not. You're I, not um, actually on this podcast at all. Yeah, do, like, do, do I plug my podcast now or... <laughs> Uh, yeah, fuck it, why not? Uh, yeah, so 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 tonight we're doing we're doing something a bit different because uh, as you will have noticed, really like quite plainly, the feed's been real empty lately. Um, so we've got Richard here, uh, who also does a podcast, and he's going to be joining us uh, in like a couple weeks for like a, a side story uh, with some of our some of our regular cast members. Uh, well, basically, we wait for Aguilan to get back from working in uh, the hellscape that is South Africa. Hmm. So uh, tonight we're here with Richard, and um, we're going to do a little bit of a backstory on uh, on his character, which will be a lot of fun. Um, Richard, where the hell are you from? Sorry? Where are you from? Uh, where am I from? Yeah, yeah, like, you know... What's my tale? What's your tale? Um, spin, spin the well, I don't know. We work together. Mm, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, All right, that, that's, a, that's a fair point. It's a fair detail. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got my own podcast. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, that, is, that is news It's called um, Film Franchise Fortnites. And uh, well, it's... Well, okay, no, let me back up. It's called The Cult Popshire Podcast. And we do a show called Film Franchise Fortnites where... Uh, myself and a guy called AJ uh, randomly select and then watch and review every film in a random franchise. And this might be news to you, Kieran, but you actually guest starred quite recently uh, where we did the Dungeons and Dragons. Me? Fran- yeah, I did. Yeah, and there's three Dungeons and Dragons movies, and you Shit. watched all of them, and we and we discussed them wow. together. Ah, now I remember. I poured a lot of bleach into my ear. Um, recently and i did wonder why i didn't yeah was that why Ah, wow yeah it was it was to get it out of my mind huh not not the not the recording just the (laughs) movies but you know sometimes we have unintended consequences from our did it work yeah totally i don't remember those terrible movies ah no they're coming back (laughs) (laughs) so close to getting rid of those yeah well and uh that episode is out now on our feed if you uh check out cult pop shit uh you can listen to that i I would have already tweeted about it Mm. but um you know Let's just plug it again. Plug it again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So 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 t- so tonight we're going to be uh, going into the backstory of uh, Richard's character that he'll be playing with us in a couple of weeks uh, on a cool little side story, which at the moment is tentatively titled uh, "Wherefore Art Thou More Die." Oh. Uh, so you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I might come up with a better name. Probably not. I'll, I'll probably <laughs> mean to, mean to, and then I yeah. Won't. I don't think you can beat that. No, 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 no! It's it's the best name ever. Um, I'm actually going to I'm actually going to end the podcast when that arc finishes. You should, no, you should just end this podcast now, right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for coming, everyone. Uh, where we came up with one title that you'd already come up with. That I'd already come up with. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what a backstory. What a backstory. Speaking of backstories. Uh, yeah. So 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 we so we're gonna we're gonna be diving into into some of your backstory. Uh, Richard, can you tell me what is it? What is your character's name? Uh, Mumford Doregard the Third. And I'm given to understand uh, that Mumford is not like an elf or a human or like a dwarf or something like that. What what kind of like when I look at Mumford, 
what am I going to see? Uh, well, he's a lion man, and like, don't get me oh. wrong, he's he's not like a big lion man. He's quite a little lion man. Um, and if you made that mistake, that's not your fault. But mine, it was it was your heart on the line. I don't know. I don't really like this song. Oh, you get song. what I'm going for. So we're gonna we're gonna begin our story with Mumford, uh, not in the normal world that this podcast takes place in, not in the world of of Ianis. Instead, we are beginning our story outside of that world, far far away from that world, um, on a on a on a plane known as the Endless Wilderness. Now, in this in this plane, uh, the entire the, the entire plane is covered in a, in a deep thick layer of fog uh, in which is a uh, wild untamed forest jungle landscape that is populated by hideous blind bloated flesh-eating creatures and uh, roaming above these uh, in the sky on uh, a series of long spindly but strong legs are enormous deer uh, when I say enormous, I, I truly do mean enormous. On the backs of these deer are cities, cities and villages and nomadic tribes and buildings and populations of uh, beast people, including, but certainly not limited to, one Mumford Dorigard III. I am saying that last name right. Yeah, you are right? actually. Thank you. It's um, it's Hispanic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sure, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. My it was my father's uh, name, and his father. Well, I assume him. so, since you're the third. Yeah, and it's also my last name, so of course it's my father's name. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> actually, <laughs> uh, all right. So, so, so we, so we, you know, the 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 the, the camera is is far out, and it. And it oh God, I just smacked my mic. Yeah, maybe want to cut that so out, the, Joseph. Yeah, I might want to cut that one out. Uh, so, like, the, the camera is far out, and, it, and then it, uh, you know, it, it plummets in, and we see a young Mumford Dorigard the uh, third, and obviously we can just refer to him as Mumford from from now on if you like. We don't have to use the full name. I'd prefer uh, it if you did, but I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, thank you, thank <laughs> you. I'm dead. You are so generous. Uh, and we see a young Mumford uh, sitting uh, on the roof of his uh, of his of his little house. Uh, where he he is uh, currently living with his with his parents, uh, and uh, Mumford. I'm going to refer to you as Mumford from from now on, by the way, instead of instead of Richard to you know really yeah right. pull the immersion in. <laughs> so so Mumford, can you just really quick describe to me uh, what is it that your parents do to you know make to, to to make money to feed themselves that kind of thing like what do you, what do you, what are that what do they do and and you know what are they expecting you to kind of take up the mantle of all right well my mother was a tailor and mm-hmm. uh, she sewed my uh blue jeans mm-hmm. uh, my father now he was a gambling man and uh down in uh a part one at like in my village there was a little park called mm. New Orleans, and he was a gambling man down in New Orleans. If every answer to all my questions is just going to be another Mumford and Sons song, no, I, actually, like, there we, was we have to end. That the was House of the Rising Sun. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got that right. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, my mother was a tailor, and my dad he, he loved to gamble, 
but uh, he was pretty good at it. Uh, like to be honest, like he actually managed to make a living, despite you know what his father before him told him, which was you're not going to be able to make a living out of it. Wow, that's that's good advice. Yeah, all things considered. Yeah, though. but I mean. Had he not listened to it, we wouldn't have been able to lead the life that we that we have. Is it a good life? Uh, you know, you can't complain. Like, we live on these giant, I don't know, you, you call them deer. I, I just I just call it home. But he, we live on top so of these. <laughs> and, like, we know it's possibly not the best life, but we're pretty, we're pretty far above the fog. And, uh, you know... You just you just got to take every day as it comes. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so so you're you're sitting on top of the on top of the roof, and uh, and you hear a, a kind of like a, a a creak behind you as as someone's climbing up the ladder to the to the to the roof, and uh, and you recognize the familiar footsteps of uh, of your father. Uh, what is what is what is his name? I I assume he is something Doragard the second. He's Mumford Doragard the second. Oh, Mumford yeah. Well, well, actually, no. He's Mumford Junior. Mumford yeah, Junior. Yeah, I think so. Mumford Senior, who was my grandfather. Mumford Senior, Derogard the first. What? He no, he was the first, so they didn't call him that. They just called him Mumford. Uh, all right. Okay. I, I can accept that. Um, and so he, uh, so he, he, he comes behind you, and you feel his, uh, not his hand, obviously, his paw. Uh, yeah. Oh, your, when you said not his hand, I was like, where are you going? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you, so you feel his uh, you feel his, his paw on your shoulder, and uh, and here comes my best Mufasa impression because this is basically what I was thinking of when <laughs> I imagined him. Uh, and he goes, uh, "Mumford, I am, I thought I'd find you up here, looking out over the fields again, eh, boy? Uh, yeah, Dad, I always come here. Uh, you've got to you need to pull your heads out of the clouds one of these days and 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 become a gambler like your father. Well." Dad, you say I need to pull my head out of the clouds, but like we live above the clouds, and as you know, they're poisonous. Well, there are there are still clouds above us, and irrespective of that, it is still a metaphor. Dad, what's a metaphor? Uh, Mumford, and he 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 sort of he actually sits down next to you, and he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a uh, a ball of yarn. Which uh, to the the lion people in the endless wilderness is an indication that you are now a man. Uh, you have you have turned one year old, uh, which now makes you a man. And he he presents this to you and he says, "Mumford, it, it's time for you to a I guess find out what a metaphor is, but also to to receive this. And I, I know you already have quite the collection, and I'm I'm so proud. But it's time for you to have." Possibly the most important ball bearing of all, and he gives you a slightly larger ball bearing than all the other ones that you have. Now, for those listening at home who don't live uh, in the endless wilderness, who don't live in the endless wilderness, which I imagine you know, like at least ninety nine percent of our listeners will not live in this fictitious um, plane that I've created. Most of them won't have um, even heard of it. Most of them won't even have heard of it. Uh, what are the what are the ball bearings uh, do? Like, what do they represent? All right. So the ball bearings are like our currency. So it's kind of like a knowledge is power sort of situation. So the ball bearing uh, represents a story that you have 
told or or been told. And so a hypothetical situation, you're sitting around a campfire, you're telling a story, and as the story starts to uh, get on, you start to use more adjectives, uh, chuck in a couple of verbs, you the fog around it around you sort of comes up the from the 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 endless wilderness and begins to solidify in front of you in the form of a ball bearing now obviously you wouldn't do this in front of a campfire because the fog especially when it's in ball bearing form is incredibly flammable and that's actually what killed Mumford senior that's that's so tragic i'm 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 really sorry for having brought up that yeah no that i know it's it was good yama <laughs> Wait for a great ball bearing. <laughs> Remember the time your grandfather burned to death? Oh, classic. Yeah, I've got it right here. Got it right here. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and so 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 you, so your dad, uh, Mumford Dogart II, uh, gives you this ball bearing, uh, and you are your mind is immediately flooded uh, with uh, the, a memory, the story uh, of your conception, uh, which. You know, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, and like, I mean, for a lot of people, they'd, they'd kind of be grossed out by that sort of thing, like um, finding out the exact story of how your parents uh, made love and and your father inseminated your mother. But in my culture, that's actually like a really beautiful moment. So just like, stop, can you stop laughing, Karen? This is actually really <laughs> this is probably the most emotional moment of my life. Your father presents this this ball bearing to you, and and explains the story of of how they copulated, <laughs> and it's a really special moment. And so, like everyone, every you talk to any anyone in this realm, and they'll they'll be able to tell you the story of how their parents uh, conceived them because they have it. <laughs> it's like it's the most important story in your life. Because it's it's the story of you. That ball bearing represents you. And it's like taboo to like it's it's a real personal story. So it's you would never give that one away. Like you that would be losing your sense of self. Like I would never tell you, Karen, about my parents, you know, doing that. And I think it's probably the same in your realm as it is in mine. That I would assume that so. you just kinda of yes. don't talk about that sort of thing, but no. For us, it's because it's such a personal thing. <clears throat> yeah. So your so so your your dad uh, gives you this this ball bearing, and, and he and he says, "Son, I, I I hope I hope you understand what this means. You're a year old now. Uh, I I myself have have recently just turned seven. So, yeah, Dad, I know you're gonna die soon. <laughs> your your mother and I." What's your mum's name? Uh, Jeanette. Your mother and I, Jeanette. Because I, I need to say it. <laughs> yeah, well, the your fact that you had to I, ask you... me is kind of weird, Dad. <laughs> I forget. I'm, I'm getting very old. I'm, 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 a, I'm a full seven. I'm nearly eight. I'm, I'm, I'm nearly eight. And this Dad, is really what I'm getting please at. Please don't talk about your mortality with me. It makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mum, but we need to have this conversation. You're 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 too focused on on the outside world. Can't you be happy with the, what you have here, in apparently Louisiana? Yeah, you'd think so, Dad. 
but um, there's one thing I'm missing, and there. And and what and what's that, son? My purpose in life. He 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 claps you on the shoulder in like a, a you know very fatherly wow. way, and he says. Sorry, son, I, I, I don't know my own strength sometimes. I forget you're only one. Mumford, can't, can't your purpose be just to stay at home and, and continue the work of the family and, you know, rip people off down to the casino and tap the table a couple of times and say, hit me? No, but... I mean, I respect what you do, Dad, but I just know there's something I can do that's going to give me purpose something I can do that gives me an idea <laughs> alright well we'll, 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 fade, we'll fade out of that scene now uh, <laughs> so a, a little more a little more time passes uh, you know you're, you're, you're feeling really restless at home and um and eventually you make the decision that, that eventually you are going to leave. You're going to leave home. R- regardless of, of what, what your mum and your dad say, you're going to leave home. But if I recall correctly, you're not willing to share the exact story of why you left home. Is, is that correct? Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a bit of a personal sort of story for me. But Okay, so... so, so but, and also, so sorry, sorry to interrupt, but uh, you said... Uh, regardless, in my family we like to use the term "die regardless." <laughs> if you could just try and stick to that. So now, obviously, I know it's a really hard story for you to share, but um, do you reckon just just for the benefit of our listeners, and I promise I will, I will, I won't listen that hard. I won't spread it round. Could you could you let us in? You know, tell us why did you leave home if, if it was so important to you? All right. Well, I'll tell you the abridged version. Uh, and it's basically that. Wow, uh, I I I cannot believe it. That is wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean you for, can for you can understand why I I didn't want to reveal it. But. No, no, there's that is I. Oh, wow, just I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna need a drink of this water just to replenish all the moisture that came out of my body from all that crying. Yeah, I'm gonna need to put my hat back on to um, keep the thoughts inside my head. Uh, <clears throat> Alright, so my, my, my next question uh, My next burning question is um, So you, you so you leave home And you, you, you're kind of You're wandering the, 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 the endless wilderness or, or at least this this particular uh, Fog strider uh, in, in the endless wilderness um, And after you left home You know, you didn't want to follow in the, in the footsteps of your father um, what, what did you do In kind of the, the, the next sort of few Weeks and months to, to survive to, 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 to get money for yourself um, You know, what, what odd jobs Did you, did you work? Uh, I was a paper boy for a while uh, And then Obviously print media kind of Went out of date, so uh, and then, and then I it was a tragedy, up, really. Pardon? It was a tragedy. Yeah, no. And then I ended up getting a job just writing odd columns for a, a website, uh, which was like it's a giant kind of web woven by a spider, and I would sort of just stack columns and put them on there. And, and people would, would people would read this? Yeah, I mean it, it's. I'll, I'll be honest. Our, our following was pretty modest, you know. 
it's was it like a was it like a lot of little small insect people you know so you got a lot of ticks <laughs> yeah yeah you could say that a lot of people following us got a few lichens A lot of birds talking about your about your website, you know, a lot, a lot of a lot of tweeting. Yeah, on. yeah. Uh, there was, yeah. People would, people would, uh, face <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, so anyway. yeah, I did that for a while. But mm. then I kind of got that, you know, that sort of... I was, I was nearing two years old and kind of, you know, you know how everyone gets when they get to two is you sort of get that <laughs> yeah. that sort of quarter-life crisis, I guess, Obviously. where you fe- want to feel kind of more and, and you, you search for your place in, in this crazy thing that we call life. And... I set out thinking, what can I do to really change the world and at the same time change myself? All right. So, what if I recall, what, what, what ended up happening is um, when, you, when you had this resolution uh, within yourself, um, and, and we, we're going to go to that night, we're going to go to that night, you had, you had this resolution and, um, and you were like, I'm going to change the world, I'm going to change myself, I feel a greater purpose coming. And so you, you lay your head down, you lay your head down to sleep and, uh, and you, you found yourself in, in one of the most vivid dreams you've ever had in your entire life. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're standing there in a, in a giant silo, like a, like a giant grain silo. And, um, and you, and you're, and you're looking around and, uh, and, uh, the, the, the walls are this kind of like shiny shiny metal and uh, you see at the very very top like uh, you know a good 25 30 feet above you there's this little tiny hole like a, a pinprick of of light sort of shining shining down on you and and you're and you're looking around and you, you swear you can see this sort of shimmering blue kind of shape that's sort of it looks it looks it looks kind of like a deer it looks kind of like a like a man and it, and it sort of it laughs at you and then it disappears and uh, and then you 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 hear something go, and then you hear, and this and a ball bearing falls from this hole and clatters next to you. And uh, and then you you sort of you feel something behind you and uh, and you hear, uh, of a, you hear a voice you hear a voice behind you in your in your in your dream, uh, and it goes. How curious, how curious you are. Yeah, that was definitely... I remember after that I looked up and I could see there was, like, obviously the, the chrome-like interior of the room, of the silo I was in. I could see my own reflection. I remember I picked up the ball bearing and I looked up and the, the small sort of pin pinprick of, of light was shining directly on my heart. And that was the only thing that I could see illuminated in the room. And that was when I knew that I I had I had realized where I could go to find my purpose. 
so you so you it's so not funny. So you, it was so very moving. It was. It was very moving. Um, so you're so you're you're in you're in this you're in this silo, and, and this one ball bearing has has fallen, uh, and then almost almost like a like a like a flood a flood of 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 stories of of emotions and and things and and thoughts uh ball bearings just begin to to pour into the uh, into the silo and uh, and they're sort of beginning to fill up around your around your legs and you hear someone walking through the uh walking through the ball bearings and uh, and striding in front of you is like this nine ten foot tall man uh with this uh dark skin covered in 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 speckles of light uh, and his his eyes are are closed and uh, but he looks right at you uh, and he says you are not one of my children but you would do well to listen to this dream you would do very very well and the ball bearings can keep falling from the and sort of like filling up this this silo and I woke up with a start just as, as as I was about to take my last breath as the ball bearings finally overcame me I woke up with a start I, I sort of leapt up from my bed or the, wherever I was sleeping and I hear this noise and a ball bearing do you have a ball bearing with you? well obviously I'm telling the story <laughs> sorry and this this ball bearing that had been lying on my chest and flew off and it was one that I'd never seen before now they might look the same to a common folk like yourself Karen but I won't be insulted they every every lion man knows his ball bearings and I'd never seen that one before but I I had seen it once before (laughs) in the dream I just had it was shaped like a sphinx wasn't it you could say that because yeah. you'd you'd, you you'd be it. accurate and say that. I, I, yeah, I would be one hundred percent correct, wouldn't I? Yeah, look yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, actually, yeah. it was a sphinx. It was just uh, wow. a giant okay, sphinx. So <laughs> I was crushed underneath <laughs> it. I died. The end of my story. Oh, wow. And then what I woke from a second dream, and no, no, it was it was a it was a sphinx-shaped ball bearing, and it was very moving. Uh, yeah, so so you so you 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 wake and you have this this sphinx shaped ball bearing and you feel a you feel a call a call to it to an area of the fog strata that you've never been to before and you you know you journey for 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 days for months which for for you is it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a large bloody, chunk of my life it's a long chunk of your life yeah considering your your dad only lived to like you know ten or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and so you, you you travel for for all this time, and um, and eventually you you find yourself uh, one night making finally ending up at uh, at at a monastery. Uh, the the rain is pouring down. You're exhausted. You've been traveling for for so long, and you you stumble through the through the gates, and there it is in the middle of the courtyard, a, a gleaming sphinx ball bearing proud on display as anything and you you reach it and you're you're going out to to touch it and the exhaustion overcomes you and you collapse to the ground and uh 
you 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 wake up uh, shortly afterwards, and uh, and you, you're you're like you're lying in a bed. Uh, it's kind of like that scene at the very end of Lord of the Rings, where like you know you're, in, you're it's like white sheets and everything, and the sun's sort of coming through. But Gandalf isn't there, and none of the actually none of the other characters from Lord of the Rings are there. So other than the bed, it's actually nothing like it. Um, but and also, we don't that, have that, and whatever that is. So that's right. Oh, has, has it not been published there yet? So I, I don't know what you mean. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, no, fair enough. Um, I thought you would have at least known what publishing was since you were a paper boy. Uh, we well, I don't, we probably didn't call it that. Oh, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, Are you talking about wow. when you microphone something? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, you sure. can tell my improv Let's... skills are top-notch. Friggin' aces, friggin' aces, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, so you you, you wake you wake up in this bed, and there's uh, and there's uh, what is to become an, an old friend of yours, uh, whose name his last name actually escapes me, but his first name is Off. Mm. Uh, and uh, can you can you just describe uh, his 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 appearance for me? Uh, he was he was a tall, slender man. He was the kind of like. Do you guys have? Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of yeah, we, yeah, like we... that sort of wise, or like the Dalai Lama. I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of him, but that very sort of slender, kind of wise, very purposeful in their sort of existence and every movement is very nuanced and yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, was 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 he was he also a lion? Yeah, he's his half line. Okay, I, I just want, I just want, to, I just want. No, to, no, to, yeah, to no. But, oh, good. By all means, I mean he gets it all the time because he's. We we sort of like, I, I have very obvious lion features, whereas his I guess are a bit more subtle. I, I mean, to me, I, I can you know immediately tell obviously, but I understand the confusion. I, I, like it's, it's it's a little bit racist, but. You know, it's just something we deal with, and you can either get upset about it or not. And and I choose not to because it's it's a simple mistake. It's it's you're trying to learn more about my culture, so I'm not going to jump down your throat about it. I really thanks. I I really appreciate that. Uh, and so so off uh, sort of sees you uh, wake up and 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 he, and he goes, uh, uh, it's good to see that you're awake. I, I can't help but notice that last night you attempted to discover the story of the Sphinx. Yeah, well... Okay, you're not going to believe this, but I had a dream the other night and uh, I saw this same ball bearing, a smaller version of it, and yes. in a dream. And then when I woke up, I had this and I, and I pull out my ball bearing... He, he, he nods uh, very sagely uh, and he goes, yes, yes, you, you would not be the first to receive such a ball bearing. But And he, and he peers uh, quite closely at, at the ball bearing and he, and he goes, but I have yet to see one that is so clear, so defined. And, I, and Perhaps... my, my, my heart sort of lifts a bit because he, he kind of 
he made me feel pretty bad when he said I'm not the first because I, I thought it was real special and spiritual because uh, how often do you get a, a story from a dream and then it ends up becoming real but then no yeah it, it really boosted my confidence again telling me that my ball bearing was particularly good perhaps you may be the one to take the story of the sphinx ball bearing and not throw yourself into the fog to your death does that happen a lot all the time really yes in fact, one might say it has a 100% chance of occurring. Well, what's the story? I can't tell you that, otherwise you'll throw yourself into the fog. What if I promise I won't? I've just met you. And, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. Here, here at this monastery, we, we teach a variety of things, one of which is storytelling, uh, martial arts, those, those sorts of things. Should your training go well, I will instruct you as to what the story of the Sphinx ball bearing is. All right, okay, so teach me, maybe. Uh, and so, so yeah. So you, uh, you, 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 you are, you are, you are inducted uh, into the, uh, into the, to, into the monastery. And, um, and but you know things don't go off exactly without a hitch. Uh, you know, your 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 monk outfit is not. It's not to the greatest quality. It's not the same as everyone else's. You know, a lot of people know whispers spread that you you came in the middle of the night. You weren't asked to join the monastery. You didn't work your way up. You were, you were just inducted on on Oth's whim, uh, and uh, and so you, you're standing there during your induction ceremony, and uh, and it's 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 a really complicated kind of ceremony, and uh, and you're you're about to you know you got your you got like your monk staff like a ceremonial staff, and uh, and and what you got to do is is you got to you got to you got to crouch down real low. And then bring it, and then like bring it up real high to 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 kind of like touch the to touch the spirit of the stories all around you in the in, in this uh, in the endless wilderness, and uh, and and just as you're about to do that, uh, you feel this uh, hoof or hoof, I guess, uh, suddenly kick out of the back of your knee, like you know, like how, how you sometimes do when you're like waiting in line with your friends, and, uh, and this and this 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 <laughs> this, this hoof. <laughs> This hoof like kicks out the back of the knee, and you fall over, and the staff like clatters to the ground, uh, and you you look up, and this this sort of horse bird man is kind of looking down at you, like, and he sort of goes like very very derisively, like you know you you talked to a lot of horse people before, and you can tell that that means like fuck you, buddy, and he's and he's got like a, a fluffy cravat around. He's really fancy looking, and he does not like you. Yeah, and so I respond to him. I'm like, dude. Yes. What the hell? He's he's con- he's continuing with the with the you know the, with the staff thing. Hey, hey, uh, no. I'm talking to you. You just kicked me. What's up with that? Well, I d- well, I don't want to talk to you. Well, hey, buddy. All right, you you kind of made it sound like you want to have this interaction when you kicked me. So we're talking. What's your problem? 
I barely want to talk to you, let alone have you here in this monastery. Well, tough shit, because I... Off. You're nothing but a dirty outsider. Yeah, but, like, I'm working just as hard as you. I doubt that. All right, you and me, right here, right now. All right, he, uh, he, 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 drops his, he drops his staff, and these little birdie wings kind of, like, flutter on his back. I rip my shirt uh, open. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, and, uh, to, sorry, to be clear here, the bottom half is a bird. The top half and his arms, horse. Okay. Just want to, just, you're not, we're not talking a Pegasus deal here. That's none of that weak shit. <laughs> Uh, this guy and, means and so business. He he, uh, he 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 adjusts his his cravat and he kind of puffs out his shoulders and he goes, "All right then, let's get this over with." Uh, and I'd like you to roll a d twenty, just straight up. Fifteen. Okay, I got a I got a five. So uh, so you you rip your shirt off. He 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 comes in. And you know, straight in. But you're, you're a lion. He's a horse. Uh, you, you know, you you picked up some skills over the years. You, I bite his neck. You bite his neck, uh, and uh, and he goes, uh, and then he, he starts kind of like rearing and kicking it. Well, he's not really kicking it. He's punching you with his with his hooves. Uh, but wait, like, wait, you've wait, got wait, the, wait, wait. Sorry. Wouldn't they be like bird feet? No, no, he's got like he's got like he's got like horse arms, but then like bird legs. Right, okay. So I guess so I, guess, I guess he's kicking you with the with the bird legs, but he's also punching you with his with his, and horse his wings hands. are there he's, and everything. He's... Yeah, the the wings are kind of like you know they're 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 perfunctory. They're not really doing anything. They're they're. Um, <laughs> his his body is very fucked up. <laughs> Were this not a magical realm, he he would be dead. <laughs> Uh, and so he's he's desperately trying to fight back, and like he, he's he's got a bit of strength behind it. You know, he's obviously he's obviously had some training, but uh, you know, you you just you've got that you got that raw fury, you got that raw fury. Mm, I've side. got the eye of the tiger. Uh, you got the eye of the tiger, uh, the thrill of the fight, uh, rising up to the the challenge uh, of our rivals. Yeah, I was going, uh, which in I was case, going for Katy Perry, but yeah, that's it's good as well. Oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Um, you you but, look uh, so yeah, stupid. But, I look so stupid. Oh my god, uh, Richard, do you want to run the podcast now? Because I'm obviously just a big idiot. Uh, but you've got the you've got the upper hand on him, and you're and you're, you're beating on him, and then uh, and then all of a sudden uh, you see kind of like out of the corner of your eye um, a bunch of uh, a bunch of other uh, kind of like beast animal uh, people. Some of them horse birds. Uh, some of them are uh, bugs. Some of them are like you know rats and snakes and things like that and they're all kind of running over and um and then there's this kind of this uh this this rabbit uh sort of man he's very tall very lanky he runs over and he he starts like pulling this uh this this horse guy away from you while a bunch of the other ones start like coming over and they're they're really beating into you and you've you've beaten the shit out of this guy like you've 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 well done it uh and then, and then but then the rest of them start pummeling pummeling into you and uh, and and as as the rabbit guy is dragging this this horse person away, he says, uh, "Mumford, Doregard the Third, you you've made you've made a hell of an enemy in Lord Tinian." <laughs> and he gets uh, he gets dragged away, and you're like, 
yeah, fuck you, buddy. Like, yeah, I, I tell him, hey, you want a fucking piece of me? I'll I'll take you all on. I'll, I'll I will take on any one of you, and we'll see who's fucking boss. All right. Uh, they seem unwilling to take you up on the offer to uh, fight you one on one, and instead uh, pile in on you and just beat the, and you know really, really give it to you. Uh, and and so I mean that that is essentially your first day uh, at the monastery, uh, a run in with uh, Lord Tinian, uh, the horse bird man, uh, all all his his cronies, uh, the the rabbit man who basically sucks his ass the entire time. You're there. Um, so while while you're while you're at the monastery, um, I, I just have a couple questions because these parts of the story are a little hazy uh, to me. Yeah, far away, uh, you know. I, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the monastery. Um, like, what what sort of style is it in? What is what is the most striking feature about it? Uh, well, obviously the the ball bearing, the giant sphinx ball bearing, is probably the main thing. Uh, other than that, it's very Greco Roman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's columns and shit. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's not. It isn't kept in the best condition because, of course the great war but it's uh it's 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 home for me for a while mm-hmm. um and and while while you were there uh what was the most uh entertaining uh form of training that you did oh definitely just fighting people and just like just fucking the mape like there were days when i when people would be like they try and surprise attack me, like with the hoof to the back of the knee. But then by the end of the time, I was so zen that I it was like a... I don't know if you guys have Spider-Man, but he's got this thing called Spidey Sense. <laughs> and it was almost like I had this Spidey Sense where I could see things coming. Wow, that, yeah, that's insane. Um, uh, can you describe for me uh, a typical day in the monastery? All right, well... I was sort of the outcast, as you've sort of established. So, often in the morning, would wake up, uh, someone would be peeing on me, or maybe just a swift punch in the throat, and then so I, I would usually uh, attack uh, back at them. And I don't know, monasteries tend to be pretty, pretty low key, pretty zen. Not this one. This was. Actually, probably wasn't even. Now I think about it, it, w- it wasn't very much of a monastery at all. <laughs> more like a, more like an English boarding school. Yeah, no. Like, do you guys have Fight Club? Yeah, it's, it's these guys. Like, they start. I won't bother with the details. The but they start. <laughs> they start a Fight Club, and I guess it was kind of more of a Fight Club. Oh wow! Because I wow, mean, that's, that's... I should have been tipped off when we weren't allowed to talk about the giant ball bearing. <laughs> they, they were pretty pretty like um you know strong on that run that we weren't allowed to talk about it wow that's that's crazy yeah we'd have breakfast uh, it was usually just like oats mm. or something and then mm. we would we would train so we, we always had to like one ball bearing a day was like the the rule i guess you or i mean there weren't really any rules it was a, it was a madhouse but <laughs> We you had to come up with one ball bearing a day. There was, and if you if you didn't have one at the end of the day, you'd you'd basically just get the shit kicked out of you. And of course, you you would normally get just get the shit kicked out of you anyway, because you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't want. I can't even imagine what would have happened if I 
it didn't have a ball bearing at the end of every day but fortunately as you probably can tell over the last um, you know, three quarters of an hour or whatever that I'm quite a natural storyteller yeah sorry this has been going on for so long like you've probably aged like a lot yeah that's fine this is more important thank, <laughs> thank you thank you that's, I, I really appreciate it um, so um, so, so, you, so you spend your time at the monastery uh, perfecting your, your monk skills uh, getting the shit kicked out of you by, uh, by Lord Tinian the, the horse uh, turd lord and, and, and um, do, like I did my fair share of shit kicking Oh, of course, Don't get me of, course wrong. of course. It was, it was, it was, you know, equal swings and roundabouts. Obviously, obviously. And um, and 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 a, and a few, a few, uh, a few years have passed. You know, a, a, a veritable lifetime. You are, you are, you're now, you're now not just a, not you're not, you're not just a man. You're an adult. You're, a, you're, a, you're a man. I'm a, I'm a, a big capital. boy. We call them big boys. You're, you're a big, you're a big boy. Yeah, yeah you're, 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 you're a big boy. And um, and uh, and. And, and, and one day uh, off, uh, you know, you, you've, you've, you've talked to him a, a few times um, about, you know, how things are going. Uh, but he, he, he sits you down and, and he says, Mumford, you, you've now been with us for a few years and I'm probably nearly going to die anyway if the lifespans of this, of this realm or anything to go by. Hey, don't, don't I, talk like that. You could live to be nine Oh, if if only, if only. Wait, wasn't your dad like eight before, and he didn't sound old? So maybe like. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, it's it's your it, time is on like a aging is on like a logarithmic scale. It's not linear. Oh, of course, of course. Do you have do you have logarithmic <laughs> scales? <laughs> For age, or just in just general? Just in general, do you, are you aware oh, of the concept? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have aware of the concept of logarithmic scales. Yeah, it's like that, you know, that 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 very steep curve. Oh, right, right. Okay, oh, my bad. So anyway, so so he he says to you, Mumford, you've been with us for a few years now, and I just wanted to check in. How do you suppose your training is going? And I and I don't mean the shit kicking. I mean the stories. You know what? I reckon I'm ready. I'm ready to know the story behind that. I didn't. I didn't fucking ask you that question. I said, "How do you think it's going?" Well, I was saying it was good. I figured that would be your next question. So I, I know you're. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Maybe if you answered the first question, we could have gotten to it. Okay, I. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. It's it's good. My my training's going very good. I've I've bruised a lot of people. I I even killed a man. And now he had it coming. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's 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 non-violent, but it's um, you got to do what you got to do. That's what, that's our motto. Well, well, of course, in 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 the endless wilderness, it's survival of the moderately fit. Yeah, that's on our flag, and it it is. <laughs> it's a it's a boring flag. It only has one <laughs> sentence on it. And it's in, and it's in Comic Sans. <laughs> it's in Comic Sans, <laughs> which I've always disagreed with. But you know, once once the Queen of All Beasts, Verana, sets her mind to something, you're you're unlikely to change it. Yeah, well, I mean, she to be like, as I, I don't need to lecture you with the history lesson, but I mean, you do remember when they had that flag referendum 
to change it from papyrus. 36 million fucking dollars. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I thought it was fine in papyrus and they went and changed it to Comic Sans. I voted for Helvetica, whatever, but I don't want to get political. So, so Mumford, you you suppose that you you understand the the roles that stories play in our lives and and how you can use them to bring people together? Oh, of course. I, as you can see around my neck, I still have the story of my conception, and I, I, it plays a very important part in my everyday life. Uh, as oh, you know. mine too. Oh, oh and nice. He, and he, he he pulls his out from from around his neck as well, and. And he, and he says, now, Mumford, uh, one, one last question for you. Shit, just put on my mic. That's now, okay. Mumford, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> now, Mumford, uh, one, one final question for you. What do you suppose uh, we, we should do with stories that... That, that that hurt people or, or or are dangerous in some ways. It's still our our duty to, to tell them or to keep them. I'll tell you what I'll do. Instead of telling you, I'm gonna show you. I lift up a ball bearing from from the gutter and I pull out a match. I light the match throw it towards the ball, throw the ball bearing up in the sky, take a swig of vodka, and then I, I spit it at the flame up, upwards. And then it hits, as soon as the flame hits the ball bearing, boom, explosion. And I say, that's what we're going to do. Wow. Fuck. That was, that was dope as hell. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah, hell, no, no worries. I mean, <laughs> wow. Fucking slaying <laughs> pussy with that. Oh, my gosh, you wouldn't believe. It's insane. I mean, this is the first time I've done it. I actually wasn't even sure it would work, but fuck. <laughs> that is... um. That was dope. All right, all, all right, Mumford. That that confirms that confirms my suspicions. I I feel that you're you're ready to know the secret of the Sphinx ball bearing. So oh, can you tell me I, now? No, no, no. It it it's been protected by many layers of of ancient powerful magic. And oh, can you just turn them I, off? Or? No, for God's sake, would you shut up? <laughs> While while I while I know what the story is, and I hate to confess it to you this way, I did know the story all those years ago. But I didn't throw myself into the fog, obviously because I'm here. Right, so I, I so you were lying earlier. Oh, that, that's cool. I oh. just thought we were friends, but whatever. Wow, way to make it awkward. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, oh Christ, as I was saying. Uh, I can't just tell you what the story is, but if we lower the magic together under the light of the, uh, uh, you, you guys don't actually have a moon uh, in the endless wilderness. Uh, what do you have instead that that comes out at night to like light the way? Uh, it's just it's like a giant bat, but he's got a he's got like a uh, 
I don't know. It's like a he's got like a telly on his on his on his tubby, um, <laughs> and it's kind of like illuminates the sky. All right. I don't know. Sick. There's nothing really that resembles it in any way here. It's hard to describe. Right. I don't know if you guys have anything <laughs> that has like a tally on it. Nothing st- like that. I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Okay. Absolutely none. Yeah. It's surprising really in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's weird because our, our son is a live action baby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if if we so 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 okay so great so 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 the 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 moon in this world is in fact a bat with a TV in its stomach. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. It, you, I guess you'd call it a TV, but it's it's more just like a light source. All right, all right, okay, okay. Uh, and, okay, so and and so, uh, um, off says to you, I can't tell you the story directly, but. Under the light of of Bat- Batman, moon, but under the light of Batman, uh, the two of us can lower the magic together, and then the the secret of the Sphinx ball bearing can be revealed to you. So, if you if you meet me um, back at my quarters tonight, we can begin the ritual together. How how does that sound? It's more of a rhetorical question. If you, if you say it doesn't sound good, I I don't particularly care well okay i mean that sounds great excellent i'll i'll, I'll see you later tonight then like are we doing it as a time or oh uh, yeah sure well, I mean, I don't eight wanna... o'clock eight o'clock yeah sure p.m oh yes okay well i mean it's still dark at 8 a.m i was just oh that, that that's fair but but no at, at 8 p.m tonight okay at, at your quarters Yes. Okay. Like, should I just knock or should I just come in? Oh no, you should just just come in. That's fine. I'll be expecting you. Oh, okay. All right. I'll see you then. Okay. We high five. Nice. <laughs> and then you guys kind of like you you actually actually you go the same way. <laughs> oh so, oh sorry Are you. Oh yeah no I was I was going oh, this, okay. this way. Um, Oh right. Uh, I've I've just got to I've got to do yeah, something no, over here. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah um, I got I got to I got to go another way. Uh, now. We both turn I, around I, and go in the same direction again. <laughs> oh no! Um, wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm just gonna stand here. Okay. Until eight o'clock, and then I'll come to your quarters. All right. All righty then. Um, okay, I'll I'll see you then. Uh, and he finally leaves. <laughs> I wipe the sweat off my brow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so 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 late, later that night, uh, you've you've been standing there for like a good six hours, uh, and so just to confirm, then it, this meeting took place at two p.m. <laughs> yes, okay, yes. Just so we're clear, it is, it is now canon that meeting took place at two p.m. <laughs> it is also canon that the moon is called Batman and the sun is, is a light action baby. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, okay, so 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 you're standing there, and and it's it's approaching uh, it's approaching eight p.m. Uh, and then you hear 
some from sort of down the down the corridor uh, towards the direction of Oth's quarters. Uh, you hear this a sudden a sudden crash and a bang, and you hear this, and you hear uh, someone go, "Oh no!" And then you uh, you hear like a, ah! and then, uh, and sort of like this crashing and stuff uh, sort of going on. Uh, what do you what do you do? Oh, I think to myself, "Oh, it's that fucking little Mister um, Tiddly Bum." I, I I never bothered to learn his name properly as, as a sign of dominance. Um, so I, I'd call them tittles and stuff like that, but um, I think to myself, oh, it's fucking tittles again. And so I, it's 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 seven fifty nine, but I, I I decide to move from my spot and I I race down the corridor, sort of leaping in a, in a very canine, I mean uh, feline fashion. There we go. <laughs> and and I get to the door, and you know it's it's it's. It's, as I said, it's 7.59. I'm, I'm a little early, so I don't want to interrupt. But I'm like, oh, wait, no, I, I heard all that stuff, so I should probably check it out. I probably should interrupt. Yeah, so I, I kick the door open. Uh, you you see uh, in Oth's quarters, uh, there is Oth on the ground, uh, and he has uh, a knife sticking out of his chest, and he's kind of holding it and going, oh, oh, shit, no, this this is not good at all. Mumford, help! And, and, he, and he sort of <coughs> coughs up a little bit of, of blood. He does not look good uh, at all. I say, are you alright? No! No, I, no, I, oh, I don't oh, think so. Oh, because of the knife, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty sore. It, it's quite sore. Um, do you have any gauze? Uh, nope. Nope. Ah. Oh. Do, do you want me to make you a tourniquet? Uh, no, I don't think that's going to do it either. Okay. Uh, any last words? Um, I, I suppose so. Uh, let me give it a... Uh, let me think, let me think. Um, Sorry, if you could hurry this up, I've got a meeting at eight. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, me too, actually. Oh, look, it's eight o'clock. Oh, yeah, the meeting's with me, you fuck with. <laughs> God damn it. Ah. Uh, yeah. What's up? Uh, well, uh, I've been I've been stabbed. Uh, uh, Tiddlebums, uh, yeah, he he stabbed me. Fucking Diddlebum. Mum, Mumford, come 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 close here. Come close here. I I get real closer. <laughs> oh, not that close. Sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I I didn't clarify. <laughs> uh, listen, Mumford, uh, this this knife it's it's real deep right now. It's 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 real deep. Uh. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna die, uh, which is which is cool. Uh, I'm fairly old, uh, as you can tell by my old voice. Um, so I'm I'm gonna die real real soon now. And I, and I just I just wanted to say that uh, you know you, you may not discover the the secret of the Sphinx ball bearing for uh, another couple of years, and 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 that's okay. And, and that's o- that's okay, Mumford. Uh, as long as you as long as you keep keep pursuing your you know, keep pursuing your stories and keep pursuing knowledge and, 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 and never let yourself just stagnate in, in, in one place. And, and I just wanted you to know, Mumford, that uh, I've always believed in you and I, and I always will believe in you. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. That's, that was beautiful. Like, so the story of the ball bearing, is it, is it going to take ages to tell? He dies. Can you just tell me? Tell he me dies. now. Ah, oh, 
hello, and I, I kind of shove his chest, and there's no response. Oh, oh, oh the, the pain, oh. Can, oh, and then he dies again. Ah, oh. well, I try shoving his chest again. Oh, there's, there's no response this time. <laughs> yeah, you, you just make a bloody mess of his, I, of his I, chest. I pound on the ground and and scream no to the heavens and and I'll get whoever did this, which was that the horse guy. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> and so I I set out on a path of vengeance. But before I before I go on a journey of revenge, I must first dig two graves. And I and as I'm digging these graves, I realize, wait a minute. One of these is for me. I if I go on a journey of revenge, I'm only going to end up hurting myself. And I I have this epiphany, <laughs> and I realize that with anger, it's, it's you can all either the same evening. you can either let go or you can you can hunt. And and I decide to to let go of the anger. I'm so confused. <laughs> well, okay, so I, I'm having an epiphany. I'm having <laughs> oh, okay, right, yeah. But while digging my own grave, uh, which I decided right, to right, do right. because of an ancient proverb. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. So, so, so you're 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 digging the you're digging these graves, and uh, and and while you're digging uh, these graves. <laughs> Uh, Lord Lord Tinian and his uh, and his posse, including the Rabbit Man, um, and a bunch of the other monks and and sort of you know senior senior staff, they sort of come by. Um, and and one of the one of the head monks is like Mumford. Um, yeah, so Tinian told us that Off died. I don't know how you thought you could possibly just like bury him without any of us knowing. Um, also, why you didn't two graves. Uh, so I was going on a journey of revenge. And oh, have you guys ever heard the expression? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay, one right, of them no. was going to be because you, you only end up screwing yourself. Right, yeah. Okay, no, no. I, I, okay, now that makes sense. Um, but yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, so to us, it looks like you, you've you murdered the head of the monastery. I, I can um, see how it would look like that. It does, but actually. Because it, there's it do, two graves. Like but one of these is yours, and I and I leap forward and I bite his throat. <laughs> um, yeah, you get the shit kicked out of you. There's like sixty people around. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you get the you get the you get the shit kicked out of him, uh, and you're you're cast out uh, from the monastery uh, into the uh, into the endless wilderness, and uh, and so you're 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 wandering destitute after this uh you know one of your one of your closest true friends in the world uh dead and uh and and you're 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 wandering around and um and then you feel this presence around you and uh you, you almost feel like someone or something is watching you and uh and when you come around the next bend uh, in the forest there in front of you is just the biggest pile of tuna you've ever seen in your life and that's where we're going to end the episode Wow, fucking audience retention right there. <laughs> what what is gonna happen next? What is gonna happen? How's next? It, Who's the same? How am I gonna keep all this tuna? Right? Yeah. How? How is how is how is that even gonna happen? Who knows? Um, yeah. So so thanks thanks everyone for joining us for whatever this was. <laughs> 
Um, I really am really not too sure. I am incredibly uh, sorry to any Dungeons and Dragons fans that I've offended over the last I am, hour I'm or just, so. I'm just sorry in general. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I had a great time. I had, I had an excellent time. And you know what, Richard and all our listeners, I hope you all did as well. I uh, did, if I you, did. Oh, that, no, that's good, that's good. I was, I was a bit sweaty for a second there. Uh, if if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to talk to us about anything that happened on tonight's show, and I can understand why you would, uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at for CNG Podcast, or you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mr K underscore Bennett. You can also find us on Facebook. We're for Crits and Giggles, uh, and of course you can find us on iTunes, where you can become our best friends by leaving us a five star rating and review and telling us how much you love the show. Uh, to be honest, we have so few reviews. You could tell us how much you hate the show, and we'd probably still be pretty excited. It would still mean the world uh, to you guys. It would still mean the absolute world to us. Um, and also, uh, if you want to, if you want to ask me any questions, um, at Cult Popshire on pretty much everything, and um, just be like, you know, Richard, what the fuck did you think you were doing? <laughs> and uh, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, so, so oh, you can also leave us a review on Stitcher as well. I, I keep forgetting to, to say that. Uh, but Richard, speaking of Cult Popshire, uh, where, can, where can we find you and, and, and what is that? Cult Popshire is, it's a, um, it's a lifestyle. I was just about to say, if you say way of life, um, uh, you're, you're, you're off the podcast. I was right trying now. to think of the word way of life, well, like the term way of life, but I couldn't. I said lifestyle. But um, we're on Facebook, YouTube. Instagram, Twitter, uh, with Gmail. It's Cult Popshire Media. Do you have a LinkedIn? Uh, no, I have a LinkedIn personally, but I think LinkedIn is a scam, so <laughs> I don't use it. But Same. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can find us on all those places. We post, we've got a podcast, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier, unless it was cut out. And <laughs> we've also... Uh, I, might, I might cut it out. <laughs> we also post uh, video essays and other lots of fun content uh yeah just like whatever really everything pretty good everything pop culture related that sounds soups awesome uh so we'll be we'll be back uh everything going according to plan which it won't of course (laughs) uh but everything going according to plan we'll be back next week uh with the thrilling conclusion to mumford's uh to mumford's backstory what's what's he gonna do with all this tuna what's what's his next move who's to say we can say next week man I'm bad at outros after all this time but until next time may all your hits be crits I I thought it might have been a song or like a reference but I I, I just didn't get it so I was kind of you know just letting you roll yeah well for those who don't know there's a terrible band called Mumford and Sons and they have a terrible song called Little Lion Man actually it's probably their best song to be fair um, but they they drop like a real harsh f bomb in it, and I'm really sorry, Mumford and Sons, if you're listening. Yeah, or like like any of the like gaggle of fans that they seem to have for no reason. <laughs> like if you love the word heart and and folk music, you'll love this band because that's all they do. It's just the word heart. <laughs> Every single song of theirs has the word heart in it. I'm sorry if I've just ruined Mumford and Sons for anyone, but you deserve well, to know. I mean- this episode was brought to you by Mumford and Sons, but I'm feeling like that sponsorship fell through. <laughs> Thanks, Richard. I'm sorry. Also, do you know the lead singer is born is uh, married to um, Carrie Mulligan? 
I don't know who that is. Uh, she's she's in the Great Gatsby. She's in the episode of Doctor Who, the Blink. Oh, but yeah, yeah they, they were they were pen pals when they were young, and then they both ended up becoming famous separately and reconnected. Oh, that's that's oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, that I was like really that. nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Joshua, maybe put that at the end. Maybe, maybe put that at the end. I feel like there's going to be a lot of shit we're going to have to put at the end. All right. <clears throat> um, okay. So, so out of character, what I'm what I'm thinking is um, is is uh, so I'm, so I'll say, or you know, for the benefit of our listeners, could you share the story with us? And then you say something like, "Okay, so what happened was this," and then uh, Joshua, I'm just going to get you to put a beep in right after that. And then we'll just come back to me and I'll go, oh, what a great story, Mumford. I'm really glad you were brave enough to share that. All right. You feel me? I guess uh, to think of something. Oh, no, no you, don't, no, you don't actually have to think right, of something. Okay, we're, okay, we're just, we're just, we're just, we'll just put a beep in there right, okay. and we'll pretend like you, you said a great okay, story. Because okay. <clears throat> I'm sure it'll come up later. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah, yeah. And when, it, when the time obviously. is right. Yeah, you'll, you'll reveal it <laughs> grandly. It's going to be the big twist ending. Right. I don't know. I thought we were doing visual gags. No, well, I mean, it's not like we're live streaming this or anything. Yeah. Surprise, twitch.tv slash, you know, yeah. do regards. Otherwise, that, that beeping joke wouldn't have worked. No. <laughs> Just explain the joke. Do it. Kind of half set it up. It's like, oh, no, it'll be really funny when it gets edited later. <laughs> Trust us. And, um, it's the happiest day since I was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is. It, it is. It is pretty firmly up there with when you were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, when you were uh, a year and seven months old. Yeah, it's weird because you had to be mm. performing for twenty-five years. To but they made an exception because it was they, they, that they, percentage of my life. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, "Well, he's not actually even going to live for twenty-five years." So, yeah, you know, no, it was cool we can make Slash was at the ceremony. Oh wow! Really? So, was he inducting you, or did he just play? Uh, well, so, yeah, they had this like super group that sort of. Knew. I don't, I don't want to go on about it. I'll sound up myself. But yeah, Slash was there. Okay. Okay. Whatever. All right. Okay, the, the, so I met Slash. Whatever. Okay. Fine. <laughs> wow, Spider Man. Spider Man exists in your world as well. Wow. Oh, do you guys have him? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Who, He's, who um... plays him in the movies? Oh, well, you have movies as well. Yeah. Well, obviously. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, oh, well, oh, it's an interesting question. We've actually had three different people play Spider-Man. Really? In, in, in it. Yeah, yeah. So the first one, you're not going to believe this, was Tobey Maguire. What? The guy yeah. from... The guy from... That... Um... From Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. Well, no, he, was in, he was in The Great Gatsby with Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> well, you have The Great Gatsby, Carrie Mulligan, and Tobey Maguire. And also, I'd like to point out here, Mahatma Gandhi as well. And the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama. Yeah, anyway, um, so you said so three people have played Spider-Man. Yeah, three people have played, yeah. I'm just, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland are the other From two. From Social Network and The Impossible. Yeah. Oh, wow, we have uh, Donald Glover played him in my universe. In my wow, realm. That's, that's so progressive. Yeah, well, I mean... Here, people are still trying to get used to the idea of just having a black Spider-Man in general. Wait, what... What colour is your Spider-Man? Oh, he's white. Oh. Well, no, we've had... We've always had a white Spider-Man... Uh, a black Spider-Man, sorry. But then uh, they were going to reboot the franchise and 
there was this idea to do a white Spider-Man. But then, yeah, you know, there was like Michael Sarah was like sort of in the running for it. But then <laughs> in the end, it went to Donald Glover because, you know, it's like Spider-Man has to be black, you know, even though it's like the year 1472. Wow, what a, the, the parallels are uncanny. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know you guys said Spider-Man. Oh. Sorry, I'm, I am fucking this up. <laughs> no, no, you, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so anyway, and then... Jesus Christ! I have to, I have to like write something about this world for the website later. <laughs> like, fuck! How <laughs> <laughs> do I, I justify this in terms of like lore? Just like, in this wilderness is a, is a fearsome land. The sun is a fucking baby. It's a live action baby. <laughs> the sun is a live action baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, Under the light of bad fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Under the light of bad. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> so you. <laughs> oh, what have you done? I uh, can't wait for the rest of the group to hear this. voted for Red Peak. Oh, okay. That's very telling. <laughs>